What's up, guys? This is Kyode. And it's Kate. Welcome back, guys. We are uh, about to talk with a special guest, Giancarlo, about Captain Marvel. Woohoo! Woman power! Woman power. So stay tuned for another episode of Scriptly Adapted Uncut. Stay tuned. What's going on, guys? This is Kyode from Scriptly Adapted. And Kate, welcome back. Welcome, guys. This is uh, the Captain Marvel special and it wouldn't be a marvel show without a special guest john carlo what's going on man what up what up thank <laughs> listen thank you for joining us man on this uh this special occasion thank uh, you for having me again yeah listen man you again. you're you are resident <laughs> uh marvel specialist and I, I i figure i figure we come to you to fill in the gaps because kate and i do have some questions I sure G could be his own superhero like like Marvel specialist what would Master you... Arias or something. Babe, that's the worst name I've ever heard <laughs> in my it. life. What do you think, G? I think it's appropriate. No, I think that's going to get scrapped. Yeah, <laughs> sounds, sounds pretty awful. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty, sounds pretty bad. Whatever. So, G, you, you, saw, you saw Captain Marvel how many times? I saw it twice already. Jesus. Saw it twice. All right. Yeah. Um, it only came out on Thursday. Um, I know. I saw it Thursday and Sunday. Thursday and Sunday. Very- hey, hey, AMC Movie Pass. Listen, right? man. I hear you. Oh, this Sorry. episode no, is no, not no, no, sponsored. No, no, no. It's no, not no, a sponsorship. No, no. Wait. Wait, hold on, hold on. What did you just say? What? I said AMC Pass. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I believe you said AMC Movie Pass. Were you not listening to all our other podcasts where I ripped Movie Pass in a new one? Well, I mean, you know what I mean. How could you combine the two? That's just heresy. That's that's blasphemy. It's terrible. Well, that's, es- that's essentially what it is. Nancy is this- Movie <laughs> Pass. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Listen, you, you good, you, good point. It is essentially what it is. Um, um, but, gee, listen, I, we got to see it. Kay and I got to see it once. Cool. Um, I, I, I think I got the gist of it. Um, so a couple of things. Let's start off. I, All right. I, so full on spoilers, right? Spoiler we're, warning. Dude, we're doing. Yeah. Full, yeah it's, oh it's, yeah. It's Monday. We're doing oh, full yeah. on spoilers. Everybody dies. Movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, okay. Um, but let's 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 get into it. Overall thoughts, Giancarlo, of the film. Uh, overall, I liked it. Okay. I would say it's one of Marvel's like middle tier Marvel movies. Personally, I think that way. Um. Brie Larson. Let's talk about the good stuff. Yeah. All right. Action, action was pretty decent. I wouldn't say there was anything memorable, like super memorable that stood out to me. Okay. Uh, Action-wise, good special effects. Uh, the cast was fun uh, when they were interacting with each other. Samuel L. Jackson, once again, Nick Fury, he does a great job. It was really cool seeing him de-aged. Right. Uh, they use a de-aging effect on him. Mm-hmm. And that was throughout the whole movie, which was the first time they've ever done that. And he looks straight out of uh, 1995's uh, Die Hard 3. He does. does. Except except a little bit more PG. Oh, man, that's funny. That's funny, yeah. (laughs) Uh, He looks great. Uh, It was good seeing Coulson again. Right. They did not uh, do a good job on him. I thought he looked like fake. I feel like he, they didn't do anything on him. They just slapped the wig on him, maybe put some makeup on it. I feel like they didn't really put any, any uh, de-aging effects on him. Gee, I don't know why, but he looked a little CGI. Yeah. Did he? I, don't, I didn't really notice Speaking of CGI, that much. I wasn't paying attention to him that much. Speaking of CGI, real quick, my coworker thought, um, it's kind of random, but my coworker thought that they CGI'd Stan Lee. You know what? I was thinking that too. I because he's like usually I he think, has a line and he didn't yeah, say well, anything. So, okay, so this wasn't filmed. His his last cameos weren't filmed too long ago. They all filmed them at the around the same time because you know by the end of his life he was kind of like getting a little sick and slow and stuff. I don't know if you ever seen any interviews with him, but he was getting he was getting there. You know, yeah, yeah. he was ninety five. Yeah, wow. So what I think they did is that they stuck him in front of a green screen and just had him react and they filmed it. Oh, oh okay. you know, that's what I believe. I don't think he was like a completely CGI mock-up because that's weird. But I think that's what they did. Oh, I mean, I guess that, that would make sense. That's a guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I know they filmed his, I was reading an article about it actually. They, they were filming all his um, cameos at the same time for Spider-Man and Avengers Endgame and this. Oh, okay. So we'll see what, and by the way, this was one of the, his best cameos. Not only because I obviously agree. he's not with us anymore. 
But I don't know if you guys ever saw that movie that came out in 1995, Kevin Smith's Mallrats. Have you ever seen that? No, uh, I've heard of it. I've, I've seen it. Yes, yes he, seen it. he is in it. He does a cameo. And on that bus, he is uh, practicing his lines for the movie that he's about to be in. Oh, oh that's funny. How awesome is that? And obviously, uh, Captain Marvel like saw him and smiled at him and just like like walked by him, right? Right. Um, he is an inf- in the movies. It's been confirmed that he's an informant for the Watchers. These alien beings that like kind of watch over everything in the galaxy. Mm-hmm. They actually showed him briefly in the second Guardians of the Galaxy talking to some aliens. Do you remember that? I do. No, I don't. Yes, vaguely. Yeah. Yes. So he's an informant for these characters called the Watchers. They just, mo- they just like monitor the Marvel universe. And ladies and gentlemen, so- this is why we. <laughs> this is why you're exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just, thinking. Don't let him talk. Yeah. So I'm thinking she recognized him as being an uh, one of the Watchers informants, smiled at him, and then went along among her, like she went among her business, you know. Oh. Because she kind of re- she reacted to him not only because he's Stan Lee, obviously, but I think also because she knows. She recognized him as being an alien too. You know, John Carl, I I I thought something different. I thought she was smiling at him as sort of a like I love you, paying yeah, homage. Yes, I, I think that's that. I think that's possible too. Yeah. This is just a theory of mine that she saw him and recognized him as what he really is in the Marvel universe. But also, I'm guessing mostly she smiled at him because it was like an, a nod or an homage to him. I mean, either one could work. I mean, yeah, yeah, I think so. That's just the theory, but also the the um uh, the little homage they had for him in the beginning, show his showing him all his little parts yeah, in the movies. That was, that was really awesome yeah. in the in the Marvel logo. Yes, yeah. I thought that was really my cool. my our audience clapped when that. Oh happened. yeah, oh. yeah. I I I clapped. Oh. And I, I started the clap for everybody. You started oh. the clap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, not you too. I hate that. that. There's one thing that chaps my ass is people clapping in a movie theater. I, I can't love. Stand it clapping in oh, no. that's what the that's what the true film they fans do they can't Kate. hear you dude they can't hear you Kate that's what true film fans do you know the only time yeah. you'll ever catch me is when the black person gets away no I'm just kidding um <laughs> like as in as in get out you know when he rescued everybody oh so you only... clap you cl- you clap for that i one? did clap for that yeah oh, but kate he... they can't hear you kate why are you clapping I know, but you know they what that's how you. powerful it was man yeah that's insane. how powerful these movies are to a clapping lot of fans so superhero get out so, of here. yeah that's true but anyway well but keep going Jumbo. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah. best and worst <laughs> things you said uh, best things, like I said, uh, character dynamics was really cool. Uh, I like how they flipped the switch on the scrolls and Kree, because the scrolls, the green guys that can shapeshift, yeah. are um, notoriously bad guys in the Marvel comics. They're bad guys. Okay. That's so, okay. so they pulled the old switcheroo and they made them good guys in this, which was I, th- I thought that was really surprising twist. I like that. I was, w- I was waiting for the turn with them. I thought they were going to be really. Oh, thought. really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me too. At one point, but then you see the guy with his family yeah. and everything and you're like, all right, that's pretty cool. Right. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, I, I, <laughs> uh, the part where she, uh, at the end when she gets like, she turns into like a super saiyan. Yeah. You know? oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she gets all her powers and everything and she <laughs> unleashes. I thought that she was like kind of having fun with it too and stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I like that part. I like, I like that. that part. I liked when she uh, when she defeated the missiles where the Ronin that the Ronin yeah. was shooting out. Do you, I do, you, do you guys remember Ronin from the first Guardians yes. of the Galaxy? Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I couldn't place him. When I looked at him, I was like, why does yeah. he look so familiar? And then they said his name and I was yeah. like, wait a second. Where is he from? Who, Chimon Hansen? No, 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 Ronan. The guy, Ronan. The guy with the hammer and the hoodie? The, the guy with the, the blue the, guy with the, the guy hoodie? The guy with the hoodie. <laughs> what is yeah, the hoodie, yeah. You know, when, uh, when he's the guy that, that, that she lost okay. friend asking the, him to come help him. He was like, if you don't take care oh, of him. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yes, 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 yes. And yes. The, the dude from Blood Diamond, he was also in the first Guardian. Yes, he was. Too. Yes, yeah. he was. So, yeah. Also, Jaiman Hatsu. And... I like, I, yeah, I like how they brought those guys back because obviously this takes place in 1995 before exactly. any of this goes down. I liked how um, Nick Fury used her, her, her code name, Avenger. Yeah. All right. So name the Avengers. That was really neat, I thought. What's up, guys? This is Kyoto here from Scriptly Adapted Uncut and Scriptly Adapted Entertainment. 
If you're not up on all of our content, Chick Flick hosted by my wife, Kate, uh, Blacksploit hosted by me, yours truly, Kyote, and of course, uh, Scriptly Adapted Uncut, then you are missing out. Check us out on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, you can check us out on the gram, and that is Instagram. Instagram, you can definitely check us out and see all of our content as we are constantly updating and bringing new content for you and people to enjoy. So check us out. Scriptly Adapted Uncut, Scriptly Adapted Entertainment, coming at you 2019. Check us out. Later. Let's talk about the some of the bad things that we Okay. <laughs> All right, so... Brie one of them on your list? I feel like her... I don't blame her, because she is a good actress. We've seen her in, like, Room and stuff, and she was incredible in it. Yeah. But I feel like at times her her character came off as, like, very wooden or, or yes, stoic. I said the same yes, thing. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm not the only one. I know I'm not the only one that... I've heard this before from other people, too. But also, but I, to, like, I think it was also the character trying to adjust, but... Yeah, like, I know she was supposed to be, like, a tough military chick, right. you know, no nonsense, but she's just, I feel like it wasn't, she, it, she didn't play it off that well, and no. some of her jokes were a little dry, like, I know that she was trying to have, like, a dry sense of humor and stuff, like, at the end when she was about to fight everybody, and she was like, oh, hey, guys, You know what up? it felt like? <laughs> It felt like almost she was frozen and then she woke up and she didn't know where she was. And that's not really the character. Like, I understand she was different. She was no longer human. And uh, she forgot her memories and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I get, get that. But the point is, is that it's not like she's been frozen this whole time. She's been interacting with other people. Yeah, it's she's weird. Been fighting. It wasn't. But it was uneven. Sometimes she was fine. Like, she was with Fury and stuff. And then other times she was just like, a, like, like wooden, you know? Yeah, I. Yeah. I actually think I, I see I, I thought more in the line of her being military and yeah trying to remember what's going on and just being very emotionalist because she she's I, I think she lost a human side of her. Yeah. So that makes sense. But so, I feel like that that point didn't that make that does make sense, but I feel like that point didn't really come across very well right. in the film. And I think I feel like her performance is gonna be better in Avengers Endgame because the Russo brothers really know how to bring like uh a character and make him like an A A grade character, you know? Yeah, they know how to bring personality. Like to like Doctor Strange. I thought he was better in Avengers Endgame than he was in his own movie. Hmm. You know? I agree. I think you saw more personality. Yeah. So I, I and so like the way everyone like track. I would and, agree. Like the way everyone like uh converses with each other, you know, their back and forth, their banter really works well in those movies. And I think that's where she's really gonna shine more as Captain Marvel. Well that's all so G answer me something. This is these are one this is uh I I'm I'm going off on a little tangent with the questions here. One question quickly. Is mm-hmm. she how where does she rank as powerful Avenger ranking? Like where is her uh, strength at? Well in the comics, I'm not sure because I'm not super familiar with her and all the Captain Marvels in the comics. Yeah. Uh, but Kevin Feige, you know, the yeah. head honcho over at Marvel, said that she is the most powerful in the MCU. Really? That's what he said, yeah. I mean, power. Kind of obvious. Well, she wait, she overrides Thor? Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. And that's another thing. Like, I felt like there were no stakes in this movie. You know, Nick Fury's not going to die, you know, Captain Marvel's not going to die. Right. You know a lot. You know, no one's really gonna lose their life in but this I movie. But I didn't get the sense that this movie was about that. It wasn't. Yeah, I know. It was like more of an introduction yeah. to the character. But at the end, I felt like there was no threat for her. She everything was so easy. Once she unlocked her abilities and her powers, everything was super easy. There was no challenge for her at all. And as much as I liked her seeing all powered up, blasting away ships like they were nothing, it was a lot of fun watching that. But at the same time, it was just a little too easy for me. You know what? You know? Though? Not to get political here, but women have been through so many tough things and already, G. So why not just allow her to be herself and, and without any adversaries, huh? Huh? What's wrong with that? Well, well, I mean, then what's the point? I know. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. Okay, that's not, that, that doesn't she, make an interesting story, Kate. She, I know. That's why she, so many people have a problem with Rey in Star Wars. They call it, you know, the term Mary Sue, overpowered character. No, no. Can't help you've me. never heard of that. No, I never heard of that. Never heard of the term Mary Sue. It's like when um, in movies, it it's easy for a woman to do everything compared to a man. Like and why not? Why can't? It yeah, be like why that? not? Sure, but right? if you like compare, for example, you if you compare, I don't fully agree with this with Ray, 
But if you do compare her to Luke Skywalker, Luke struggled. He lost to Vader. He um, had training. Rey was force powerful. She didn't have any training. She knew how to do. She knew how to sword fight. Nothing was hard for her. That's that's what an example of what a Mary Sue okay. is. That's true. And I wouldn't okay. necessarily I see, I see say I wouldn't necessarily say that Captain Marvel is a Mary Sue because in the beginning you did see her struggle. Her powers were were dampened, right. you know. What, but at though? the end she was just so powerful, like nobody can touch her. And, and it, even though it looked cool, there was like a, it, it kind of hurt it to me for me. You know a little what bit. though? To be honest, and something just came to me. Maybe the reason why it wasn't so hard for her in terms of fighting other people and struggling against other people is because that's not what the movie was about. The movie was about her fighting against herself. So, and I think it was kind of a testament. I mean, again, not to get like read too deep into it, but the way that I interpreted it was also, you know, I think as a woman, we're our own worst enemies. You know, we're always in our own heads. We're always trying to conform to what society wants us to be. So if we can overcome those things, then that's the hardest battle. So once we do that, then we are really powerful. Yes. That's how I kind of looked at it. Oh, so you're saying like, it's, it's, when she, like, like a man, when he over, when he could do anything. So when a woman is, um, all powerful and, and things like that, she can overcome anything she puts her mind to, like a man would. Is that what it's you're saying? It's not even comparing a man and a woman. It's just saying that this particular movie was about was about her her fighting against herself, and that's alluded to many times, especially when she's interacting with Jude Law. Yeah, I mm-hmm. get it. I get it. I yeah. get it. All right. So, I mean, listen. Any anything else that caught your attention, G, or anything that was a little uh, negative or really? yeah so well i like the the 90s setting was awesome obviously yeah it was really blockbuster cool. the 90s music the 90s technology the jokes with like the 90s technology was pretty funny stuff yeah that's pretty good um the songs i enjoyed back to what kate said when when um uh, so this goes back to all everything kate actually just said yeah with the whole feminist stuff I don't mind that stuff. You know, I think it's good to see uh, strong women portrayed in film, you know, more diversity, whatever. And obviously you guys heard about the controversy about the movie and what Brie Larson said and oh, all yeah, those things, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so um, I felt like this movie was a little bit too on the nose with the whole feminism thing, you know? Uh, on, okay. Like, okay, like for example, this end song when she's, she's going she's gonna to be in this very important battle to save her friends and stuff and to fight the bad guys. And they play that girl, the, the girl song from yeah, No Doubt. No Doubt, yeah. I thought, I mean, I kind of, I, I'm in the middle of it. I kind of enjoyed it. I was like, okay, this fits, right? But then this is like a very serious moment. You know, she's trying to fight these guys and like, okay, yeah, she's a girl. I get it. You're hammering this idea. She's a girl. She's a girl. I know. You, you know, throughout the whole movie, it's like this. Even my wife, who she, she, she calls herself a feminist. She said the same thing, like all those scenes of her as a child overcoming, not like overcoming things like, oh, she's a little girl. Her dad says she can't do these things because the boys can do it. And she's trying to do it like she's at the beach falling over. She's at the go-kart falling over. She's in baseball falling over. over. I felt like that stuff was just a little too. They're just like shoving it down her throat. Look, it's a girl. She can do what boys can do. Look, it's a girl. She can do what boys can do. You know what I'm saying? I I totally agree. There was a lot of like, Hey, by the way, we she's love a girl. Women. We love women, and <laughs> yeah. we're all about women's lib and all that See, stuff. I, yeah. I, I didn't get that at all. I got Hashtag that. feminism. Because, you know, because that was her. That was her background, and I think. Listen, guys. I mean, okay, you, I understand. I get it. I understand the viewpoint, but at the same time, I think if we have one film that allows you know a female character to kind of be highlighted in a sense, it's not. I understand what you mean. Like, it's not about being just as good as a man it's about being just a strong female and i yeah i understand what you mean it probably wasn't as needed they showed them over and over again yeah but, i feel like they just hammered it down like i once again i know. don't mind this kind of message i hope to have a daughter one day and i am going to show her this movie and i'm going to show her wonder woman and i want her to feel empowered but i wish they did it more like wonder woman did it. let me ask you guys what do you think was more empowering for you kate Wonder Woman or Captain Marvel, which movie empowered you more? You That's know? Wonder Woman, definitely. Exactly. You yeah. know why? Because they didn't shove this message down our throats. You know, they took this well... badass character and she can kick. She They showed her kicking ass. They didn't tell us she well, can no, kick Well, no, that's ass. not why it was more powerful to me. It was more, 
I think the movie made more of an impact just because of how it was done. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciated the cinematography of it. I appreciated Gal Gadot because... Um, but on a feminist point of view, which one empowered you more? Wonder Woman, right? Yeah. Do you but, feel but, it? But the reason is not because they didn't hammer it down my throat. Mm-hmm. The reason is just because of, I think it's the way the film was done. Um, Captain Marvel was good, but um, she was... She was I don't know. But wait, what do you mean? Like, uh, what do you mean how the movie was done? Like, yeah. Like, I, if, if I'm if I'm picking, if I'm going to say Wonder Woman. I connected I'm, to it more. I'm saying Wonder, but you're talking more technical aspect. So? Like, how did the story, did the story, Captain Marvel versus Wonder Woman and the portrayal of a woman superhero or women, period, which one inspired you more? Was it Captain yeah. Marvel like, or was it? Well, I think it was I think it was Wonder Woman because you had so many people telling her that she couldn't. Um, and Wonder whereas Woman? with Captain Marvel, yeah. Whereas with Captain Marvel, they weren't even necessarily telling her she couldn't. Even as evil as Jude Law was. And I really don't think he was evil. I think he was just a, he was a yeah, jerk. He was just yeah, a he jerk was evil. and greedy, he was but he wasn't yeah. like a villain evil guy. like Thanos, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but even he kind of, I'm sure it was used for manipulation tactics, but even he kind of tried to build her up and, and positively, you know, urge her to follow, to, to, to tell her how to control herself and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, it yeah, like, like, positive. Wonder Woman did that. Like, often enough, guy, like, men tell women, control your emotions, you're so emotional, you know? Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt like they took that in real life and put it in the movie when he's telling her, when you fight, you have to control your emotions, you're too emotional. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. I see. But And I also, just- I was telling my wife this before, when I saw it the second time that I felt like this was like um, a metaphor for being in an abusive relationship, her and Jude law, you know, not just the physical him beating her up and always bringing her down and controlling her by controlling her powers and not letting her be her true potential. And at the end, she's like, I have nothing to prove to you anymore. And she just blasts them, you know, and she just stands over him, you know, that, that last shot. Yes. Where he, yeah. she beats him. And I kind of felt like that was kind of like a metaphor for abusive relationship or something like That's that. That's a very you know? interesting way to take a look at it. I, I yeah. Never... I mean, I think that was pretty obvious, though, no? Yeah. Well, I mean, the first time it wasn't, but then I saw, was the second obvious? time I saw it. I mean, it was, it was, I mean, yes, it was there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, um, I, yeah, I, I saw it. I, my whole thing. You know was, what? You know the other reason why. I'm sorry, really quickly. You know what the other reason why is that I connected to Wonder Woman was because <laughs> it was a whole tribe of women, and it made it empowered me more because it showed that it was like women, a community of women. It was a community, but we're yeah. bred from. We come from strong, and you know, it's it's always there's always three people in your seat. It's the person that's come before you, it's you, and the person that's coming after you. And I think that was very that was a very uh, common thread in Wonder mm-hmm. Woman. That wasn't really, but also they're two different stories. I mean, she, they are, yeah. You know, Captain Marvel. Yeah, but they're both trying to portray the same message, and I just feel like Wonder Woman did it better without having to shove it in our faces and keep repeating and showing us, look, a girl, she can do it, she, like a guy. I, right, you know? but you also didn't have the Me Too movement at the height of its thing. And, and I don't think that had anything to do with it, though. Uh, I think people are a lot more You think they now. took... The and you think Captain Marvel took the Me Too movement more into consideration? Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. How can it not be? I think, yeah. but I think Wonder Woman was more. I think Wonder Woman was coming into that. Like, I think. Listen, watching Wonder Woman, I thought the same thing as Captain Marvel. I thought they were pushing. Strong, you thought so? Strong women. What about it? Did women. you think? Other than the awesome abilities of like fighting that they could do, what did you th- what made you yeah. think that, that they were pushing they were, it? That they didn't need men, that they didn't like they didn't need any help from anybody outside. Like they were women and they could do whatever they wanted. They were p- just as powerful or even more powerful. I got that from watching Wonder Woman. Like I mean, there is Yeah, but I didn't feel like Wonder that was Woman a pushy a pushy that. message. That's just part of the lore. That's part of the you lore, know? but that is part of the message that women can do anything. Right. Yeah, of course. But the, yeah, I'm saying that both movies had the same message, but one one said it better than the other. Put this okay. Captain Marvel made it very clear that this is going to be about powerful women, like from from Marvel herself mm-hmm. to uh, her friend, the pilot, mm-hmm. to uh, the pilot's little daughter who was super headstrong. Yeah, I liked her a lot. By like, the way, that yeah, she was actress. really good. She yeah. was really good and very natural. And, and her, by the way, yeah. That character also in the comics when she grows up 
which is, by the way, like 20, it's 2019. She's our age by now, right? Right. From 1995. She does grow up, in the comics at least. I don't know if they're going to do the movie. She does get Captain Marvel powers as well. Really? Yes. Hmm. So hopefully they show that in the next movie. So it'd, it'd be cool to see. Nice. There's a lot. See that. That's a, that's a, <laughs> God, there's a lot. Well, let me tell you, when was the last time you saw a woman of color with Superman-level powers? Right. Gee, never. honestly. Uh, never. 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 Holly, wait, well, Holly Berry Catwoman? No. Oh, never. Yeah. <laughs> She can oh, do that God, Supergirl. let's That's not bring that up, please. <laughs> oh, my God. That was exactly. The, that was the yeah, last yeah. time, I think. It's something I would, like, I would like to see, because you've never seen that before in or movies. Or Storm. Storm from X-Men. Yeah, but <laughs> can she bench press a truck? Yeah, <laughs> but she could, she could make up a hell, of, a hell of a blizzard. I mean, yeah. yeah <laughs> she ain't Captain Marvel. No, Storm, I would say she was the most powerful, I think, uh, powerful woman of color ever portrayed on film, for sure. Absolutely. Well, yeah. listen. Yeah. Uh, so, what is this whole thing about BS fans trashing Brie Larson? Tell us. A, tell right. us a little so, bit. So, I told you guys beforehand. Uh, Brie Larson won, I think it was like the Spirit Award ceremony or whatever, mm-hmm. and she made a whole speech about how. Yeah, um, I saw that. Yeah, how about how you know women of pe- women and people of color are not as represented in film, which is you know completely true, and how critics, most critics, are white men uh let me actually have the statistics here um a total of 19,500 reviews on rotten tomatoes 77.8 percent were written by men while female critics only authored 22 percent wow and 82 percent of that was uh caucasian critics 18 were authored by people from underrepresented racial slash ethnic backgrounds so she has a point saying that there needs to be more women of color or people of color reviewing films. Right. And she said, like, she doesn't need a 40-year-old white dude telling her what worked and what didn't work about A Wrinkle in Time. I completely agree with her, as I'm sure you guys do, too. Absolutely. But I just feel like the way she said it was a bit demeaning and, and trying to, like, lecture people about it. I feel like she didn't use the right example for it. And she just kind of came off in a negative way. And that really just set off like the white little fanboys. And they started protesting the movie weeks, 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 weeks before it even came out. They went on Rotten Tomatoes, review bombed it. Put, you know, on Rotten Tomatoes, how there's like a percentage that you could, uh, people that want to see the movie before it comes out. Yeah. Usually it's like 90 to 99% for Captain Marvel was 25%. Something I've I've never even seen that. So they review bombed it. And then uh, Rotten Tomatoes changed the rules that you can't review a movie before it comes out, which makes total sense. I don't know why they didn't even have that in the first place, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, but let's and be then, let's And be then the fair. movie came out. Let me, uh, the movie came out, and then you know the critics reviewed like 80% of Rotten Tomatoes, whatever. And then the fans, I think it first started at 32%. And they had more reviews in one day for Captain Marvel than Avengers Infinity War yeah. out, be out, being out in one year. Like, how is that wow. even possible? Obviously, a lot of those reviews were fake and hateful and just straight-up haters. So Rotten Tomato purged, like, 50,000 reviews, which, and I think now, and they still, I think, I think they're still working on it. And right now, I think she, is, uh, Captain Marvel is rated close to six, like, 58% audience score. Let's be let's be clear. Let's be real. So here. that's like the whole story. Let's wow. be real here for a second. Yeah. So okay. I watched the I watched the clip you sent me yeah. about uh her at the at the awards and mm-hmm. I also have seen Brie Larson in interviews and I yes. think that that's just the way that she speaks. Yes. Um, that is yeah, you're right. I actually just watched a video with her and she was kind of like weird. Yeah, I think that's just <laughs> how she is. Yeah. Uh, number 1. Number 2, um Yes, while I agree with you, it's not what you say, it's how you say it, and you can exactly. get your point across. However, mm-hmm. I think, you know, there's a lot of mansplaining going on, and men always try to tell women how they feel and how they should communicate and articulate how they feel, and I think Brie Larson is just tired of it, as, as mm-hmm. we all are. And I think if she wants to get up there, an Oscar winner, and use that platform to talk about a major, major issue that Frances McDormand brought up first in the first place when she won her Oscar for uh, uh, Three Billboards, mm-hmm. uh, inclu- talking about the inclusion writer. I think she has the right to talk about it in any way, shape, or form. She was not disrespectful in any way. I think she was candid. I think she was being herself. And I think mm-hmm. she was being honest. And, you know, I think a lot of people 
uh, get very political and they get very caught up in the right and wrong thing to say. And I think it was refreshing to see someone up there, you know, just kind of being herself, but while talking about something that's so incredibly important. Um, I, you know. I, I, I agree. I agree. Like, I, I, can, think, I can respect uh, that, Kate, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. I see where you're coming from. No, no yeah. I, see. I see where you're coming from, too. No, absolutely. Like, I, I'm glad she said something. I just wish she said it in a better way because she, she rolled her eyes. She kept rolling her eyes and saying, I don't hate white men. I don't hate white men. I don't hate white men. Like, like that's it sounds like you hate white men. You know? <laughs> I you mean, have to repeat. Uh, like, imagine, Achille, like, imagine if this was a guy talking about women like this. You would probably take offense, Kate. Would you? Would you not? You really took offense, though. I did. No, personally, I did not. I'm just trying to see where My these thing little is this. butthurt it's, fanboys are coming I, from. I ha- First of all, fanboys are not taking offense. They, they're they're, they're haters. They're being they're trolls, crazy. Trolls. And they want to use any they're, excuse or any stupid. opportunity to bring a woman down again. This has nothing to do with them being offended. It has know, everything to do stupid. with them being, being They just think insecure. they're offended and they yeah, absolutely. And they you know, these kind of guys they they wanna be offended at something. They yeah. tell us that the rest of us can be offended by something, you know. Right, yeah. exactly. And they have nothing to be offended of. So they're they are they calling her a racist and sexist. Ah, that's I doubt the, it. That's the weirdest thing coming from so a group of probably first of all she didn't even say anything racist in the damn speech i don't even know what they're talking about and you know what i'm sick and tired of people getting up there and thinking everybody under the sun and doing all these speeches talking about people we don't even know we don't care about the point is is these people are in the spotlight for a reason and they need to start getting up there and using their platform talking about things that matter you say that you say that kate when it's something that you're for but no, what if no, someone no, goes up there and says something that you don't like what no 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 say? that's that's not true at all i think i think if people like for instance tracy ellis ross like i'm not a young i'm not a person of color i'm not a young black designer but when tracy ellis ross uh i forgot what award ceremony it was i think it might have been the video music awards or something like that one of them she hosted and she wore outfits from all young black independent designers and she made it her mission to announce all their names at the award ceremony that has nothing to do with me that doesn't affect no me i know i'm just saying something what if someone goes up there and says something you don't like that's what i'm saying I don't, but see, that you okay, don't agree with. You will you still example. support? Will you still support what they have to say? No, no, they, no. I'll, they I'll give you. I'll give you a perfect example. A perfect example is Michael Moore. Now we all know how controversial Michael Moore is. Okay, I I do enjoy his films. I think he's a little wackadoo, but I do enjoy his films. But right after nine eleven, oh yeah, I think it was nine eleven. It was the Oscars, and you know things. Were I remember little, that. People were kind of, they didn't even think they were going to do the Oscars, but he got up there and started ranting and raving about the, about the state of our government and the state of our economy. And you know what, G? I agree with him. I don't think that, I think it made people uncomfortable. Wait, I think Kate, if, I'm it makes, if it makes people uncomfortable, people will start to have that conversation. So you agreed with him and you like that he spoke out, right? I am, yeah. But okay, it, but I'm, not, I just but said, what if someone says something you don't no, like? But I don't like his style. I think he can be a little abrasive yeah. sometimes. And it's not about... But I think, I think she's saying, But like, she didn't offend anybody. She was saying the truth. I think she's saying, like, what if... I understand what, if, wait, what, what he's what saying. If, what if a star got on stage and said something about, but, uh, about women... Or, or about just but she supporting, wasn't offending supporting anybody. the president. She wasn't offending, like but she wasn't offending anybody. The only things that these people are finding a cause to complain about is because they got nothing else to do. She didn't offend anybody. No, no, she I agree. got up there and and defended. And it's not a matter of me agreeing with her. It's simple black or white fact. She did not get up there and offend anybody. People are sensitive. And this is the problem, is that people who like white men are, and it is what it is. They're allowed to stand up there and do whatever they want to do. And, 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 and so, you know. so when the president says sexist and racist things, you think that's okay? No, that's not, that has so, nothing to do I with mean, what we're talking you about. Just, you just said it if someone has the power to talk and say those so things, she it's didn't okay. Say, well, President Trump does have the power and right to say what he wants because we live in a free country. But that yeah, does you not don't mean like that it. I agree with it. I'm just saying people have the right to like but gee, things people, people say but not gee, like things. Let's, let's, let's break it down. President Trump is a homophobic, misogynistic, racist <laughs> Um, pube. Yeah. First of all, Brie Larson did not get up there saying anything offensive. She got up there stating facts. 
And if yeah. people don't like that, then that's on them. That's not on her. And everybody, yes, you're absolutely right. Everybody is entitled to disagree. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that people are not allowed to feel like they that they have to agree with her. But to say that somebody is offended by what she said, I think is a bit egregious because nothing she said was offensive. Yeah. It was stupid because if you go if you go to like what Facebook our page, says. our president gets up there and <laughs> talks about people being says. being rapists and, yeah. and and wanting to build a wall to keep people out of the country and detaining children. I mean, come on, you can't even compare the two. Yeah, they're com- two completely different things. Yeah, you have someone who's stating facts as someone who's being ignorant. And, yeah, and, and she's and stating facts from experience. She's a woman in the industry and Frances McDormand got up there and and was just as I mean she said it a little bit differently but I also think like I said to begin with I think Brie Larson that's just how she speaks I don't think she meant anything by it but I think she had all intention at be at saying what she would you would you prefer her say she would have said it in a different way no absolutely not it's not because I'm a woman it's not because I'm a woman (laughs) I listen. What example I, did John, I just I, give you? I honestly didn't think there was oh. anything wrong with it. I have a perfect example. I have a perfect example, G. What I gave, I texted Coyote and I said to him uh, the other day. I said to him, "What do you think about Alexandria Ocasio Cortez?" Mm-hmm. And well, he wait, was. Wait, 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 wait. No, let me prove my point. Let me prove my point real quick. Let me prove my point. I liked Captain Marvel. No, 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 no. We are getting back on Captain Marvel, but let me just prove my point real quick. And I, she's a woman. She's a woman. She's a woman of color, and she is a woman who has a very, very strong opinions, and yet she has a way about her that grates on my nerves. And I don't know what it is, and I feel guilty for saying that because I know she's progressive. But she grates on my nerves. I think she's marched herself into Congress being like, oh, well, I'm the youngest congresswoman in in there and I and I'm progressive and I'm whatever, whatever. But I felt like she she could just tone herself down a little bit. And Coyote and I had that conversation. So that proves my point. That is not about the fact that you're a woman or a woman of color. It's all about how you mm-hmm. deliver it. And I genuinely yeah. didn't think that she delivered it in a bad way. Oh, well, I disagree. I think she did deliver. I agree with her message, but I think she delivered it in a bad fair way. Fair enough. Totally fair enough. Because yeah. I, I disagree with you with uh, AOC, by the way. I think she's awesome. No, no, She has good agenda. She has good agenda. She just, she's a little green. And See, she I, the... I think she's a little green too. Yeah. And I think she's really, I don't think so. I think she's, she's just tough. Okay, that's that's too much politics. Yeah, I mean, what, what the hell happened to Captain Marvel? What the that's that's for the um, uh, political podcast. Yeah, that, yeah, that's for the political <laughs> Jesus. podcast. Jesus, guys. Um. Uh, so back to Captain Marvel. So so so, so I think we touched good ground with the uh, Brie Larson. Oh, uh, one thing I gotta say, I really freaking hated it. the number one thing I hated about this movie. What's that? How Nick Fury lost his eye. Oh my god! Uh, how <laughs> freaking ridiculous was that? How to be fair, they kind of think that he's going. They kind of think that he's he's gonna lose it in some monumental way, which was kind of a nice foil if you think about it. No, yeah, because you know, um, obviously, if you look at a guy like him, tough guy, wears black leather coats all the time with an eye patch, he looks like a badass, right? Yeah. What's the story behind that eye? How did you lose it? Probably in a super epic way. In Captain America: The Winter Soldier, the second one. He tells Captain America, last time I trusted somebody, I lost my eye. Yeah. Okay? And then now it's, it's this fucking cat. It's like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. For me. someone who's so, who's so literal, though, like, I would have thought that you would have appreciated a little bit of play. Like, no. yeah, I lost it to someone who I trusted. He trusted cat? the cat. Obviously, <laughs> this was a retcon. I'm sure way back when they, they were thinking about it was some something else, like a person or something. No. I kind of like You, you think they planned this the whole time? I doubt it. They but just I see made this what you're saying, movie. Giancarlo. I see what you say, how the anticipation to see this epic thing yeah. happen. Uh, and they made a joke out of it. And I then, hate when they do that. And then the the eye getting scratched. He didn't seem. He didn't seem he, hurt. Yeah. He and they're like at the, at the dinner table. They're like, "Oh, how's your eye?" He goes, "Oh, it's just a scratch." Right. Just, dude, if I lost, little... if I lost my eye, I would be insanely pissed. Yeah. Okay? Are you kidding? That part was a little far. He seemed like he was not in pain or anything. Like, yeah. Was... Like he, dude, you just lost your friggin' eyeball. Yeah. Like what? Come on. <laughs> so stupid. I knew. So, I knew so that stupid. part was gonna get. I. I yeah, I was. I enjoyed the fact that it wasn't the 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 big 
reveal that everybody thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a good play on that, but Mm-mm. um, I do no, see what you're. Stupid. I do what I do see what you're saying with like really a cat, and then and then you didn't even seem like you were phased by it. Yeah. And then you have a guy showing you eyeballs. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, which by the way, his eye is still there. It's just very damaged. He shows it in Captain America too. It's just damaged. Yeah, it's like gray and scratched. Like, it's there. Remember, he uses his eye to, to get a security clearance or something? I don't know if you remember that, Cody? I vaguely remember that. But, in like, come movie? on. No, no, not that. No, yeah. in um, Captain America 2. The second Oof, one. God, that, that was a while back. So that that's, while that's, ago. B- that's BS. Obviously, they didn't plan for this. It was a retcon. Stupid. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it, no, was, it was not funny. funny. Well, listen, G, we're going to take a little break. Uh, guys, we'll be back with a couple of more, you know, a couple more topics uh, about uh, Captain Marvel uh, we'll promise. We promise we won't get back into political talk. <laughs> so we'll be right back, guys. Birdie twenty twenty, guys. Birdie twenty twenty. <laughs> don't really even, don't even get her started. Oh. We're, we're gonna. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Kate from Scriptly Adapted Uncut. Just doing a quick plug for all our social media platforms. Check us out on YouTube, Facebook, and the Gram. Stay tuned for more coming up next. Welcome back, guys. Giancarlo, what's up? What up? So listen, we kind of touched upon it earlier about where this film measures up. Uh, in the MCU MCU universe, yeah, um, you think it's where again, like the bottom tier or mid tier? Oh, I would say it's like middle tier. Middle tier. I mean, there's so many movies now, you know. I <laughs> like, know, man. I it's know. like every year, my top five movies, MCU movies, change. But I would say it's around in the middle. We're like uh, Doctor Strange's. Okay, you know, um, the earlier. Um, like maybe like Ant Man one and two around there, you know. Okay, okay. I don't think it was any, it didn't really blow me away in any aspects. Like obviously, you can't really compare it to Avengers Infinity War, but even like Captain America Civil War is really up there. Thor Ragnarok is really up there. Even like the first Iron Man is really up right. there for me, you right, know. Right. But, yep. And the first Avengers. Yeah. But I wouldn't place that one up there with those. Okay. Okay. What about you? What about you? I Cody? I would say this is. Is is mid tier for me? Yeah. Um, I definitely think it's better than Iron Man three. Oh yeah, um, I gotta hate Iron Man. 3. Yeah, right. It's better. It's definitely um, it's around the Doctor Strange. Yeah, like it's the, not like amazing, but it's not bad. You know, it's it's yeah. enjoyable. It's it's entertaining. It's entertaining, and and then I also threw like Ant Man one and two there too. Yeah, like because so, you yeah. just watch those and. But you, they're kind of forgettable sometimes. <laughs> they, they are, but I, but they're still entertaining. Like, yeah, they're still, still fun. Like it's a fun time at the movies. Still, it's right. not. It's, it's not there. I say at Batman v Superman level. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we use that now. As oh my god! The gold no, it's of like trashes. Like great. when people like what like one to ten. It's Batman v Superman to Avengers Infinity War. You know, one to ten. <laughs> That's how it That's is. That's so true. Now, gee, was there anything story? I think you touched upon it a little bit, but anything story-wise that they did different in the film that is different from the comics that was like a glaring. Yeah, he, like the whole thing is really different. There's... Actually, they took elements. Like I said, I'm not super. I'm not a super expert on Captain Marvel, but I did look some stuff up. Like, all right, so the original Captain Marvel in the comics was a guy. His name, his, the guy's name was Marvel. Ah. So okay. they took that name and gave it to another another Cree woman. Right. Um, and in the comics, the story of of the original Captain Marvel, it's a guy. He's an alien. He's a Cree. Has powers. He goes to Earth, dates Car- uh, Carol Dan- uh, Carol Danvers, Brie Larson okay. character. And in some kind of other explosion, she, they they get caught up in this explosion in the comics together, and some of his DNA transfers into her body, and she gets powers. So you can see they took some elements from that and put it in the movie. I see. And then, um, and then she becomes a superhero called Miss Marvel. So she Ms. was that for Miss Marvel. Marvel for ages. And then he dies, and she took over the mantle of Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, which is I think back in like 2012 it just happened. So this is this whole this, the costume design, the her being Captain Marvel straight out of the bat is all fairly recent from comics from 2012. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So that is was Kate, the big. I feel is like Kate's still there, by the way. Yeah, Kate's here. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, no. We're we're still here. I, I thought she checked out after all that political oh, no. talk. <laughs> no, you we got, didn't get too. Political. You got you got her riled up, man. Ooh, riled up, ready to go. Yeah, yeah. She's she's all about. Yeah, so much. I got to be careful of the audio. I can't. You know, I got to be careful, dude. I got to be careful. But uh, but but yeah, those were some of the changes that they made. Also, like I mentioned before, um, the scrolls in the comics are uh, essentially bad guys. There are some, you know, like. There's good humans and bad humans. There are good scrolls and bad scrolls, but overall, the scrolls in the comics are depict are depicted as evil. They try to take over the earth and stuff. There's a famous storyline called Avengers Inva- uh, Secret Invasion, one of the best Marvel storylines from like the mid two thousands, where the scrolls are secretly um, penetrating like the Avengers team, and they're like replacing each members without them knowing it, and like. Uh, one of them dies, and they turn back into a scroll, and they're like, "What the hell is going on? Oh, that's How pretty, is this person that's a scroll?" Cool. So, and then that like, take, then it's like a huge event that happened in the comics. Like, I think it was like six issues or something like that. And hopefully, they they do bring that in into the movies one day. I really hope they do. That's pretty cool because it's still possible. So, my question is, is that um, I actually was talking to a coworker of mine that mm-hmm. um, what I was confused was that they had Annette Benning as um marvell yeah no yeah. that wasn't confusing the part that so in the beginning you see her as uh artificial intelligence mm-hmm. but then at the end i don't know if i was like super tired or because you know at the very end where she's where Cap- captain marvel is there uh brie larson's character is there showing all her powers and fighting her she becomes like evil she's no longer encouraging but then all well of that's sudden, not really her yeah, but that was I that was just misleading to me. I didn't It I was a little weird and confusing, yeah. Yeah, because all of a sudden they're talking about her leading the scrolls to safety and and uh wanting to save their yeah, lives. And then and you stuff. see her in artificial intelligence trying to fight against her. And I Did was she so say that while she was the artificial intelligence? Wait, say, so. say that again? What did Did she say saving the stuff about saving scrolls while she was the artificial intelligence or no? No. No, no but, the artificial intelligence is not her. At all. So then why was she conjured up as that? That Because the artificial intelligence takes the form of someone you truly care about or respect or whatever. So it's different for each person? Yes. Jude Jude Law's character even said it's somebody else. I remember him saying that, actually. Yeah, in the beginning, yeah. Okay. It's different for each person. That's not really her. It's just the... I don't. They, I feel like they didn't really do a good job explaining that. No, no they, they didn't. didn't. That's yeah. my point. Yeah. That's my point. Yeah, I was confused with that. That um, was confused with that. Also, like set pieces, I felt like weren't great. Like you would go to a location and just see like a small part of a location, like each planet right. and stuff like that. There was no world building, you know. Now, gee, are those planets in any of other movies? Uh, no, except okay. for Earth, obviously. Oh, except <laughs> for Earth. Okay, so okay, I'm, I was trying to. I was thinking so hard into this film, thinking that those planets had any association inside. Well, like the Guardians universe. of the Galaxy or something? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, no. We're no, we've never people, seen those. Were any of those people from Guardians of the Galaxy? The, yeah, besides, I remember the Ronin. But, yeah, and, and, and the dude from Blood Diamond. Other yeah, than besides, that, no. No, 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 no. Okay. No. And then also the the Terrasac, what's that thing called? Tesseract. 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 So that's from Thor, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So, were you guys confused about how that showed up? How no. it showed up? Yes. Just but I know. Using it I know what it is. But how yeah, you know what up. it is. All right. So let's go. Let's go over the history of the Tesseract real quick. Yeah. Because the first time we ever saw it was in Captain America, the first one. Remember, the Red Skull had it. He was making weapons. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then, after that happened, it got lost in the ocean towards the end of the movie. Howard Stark, Tony Stark's dad, dug it up, and Shield had it. Okay. Okay. And so, obviously, uh, the project Pegasus that uh, Marvel was working on—that was a division of Shield. So she obviously got it through Shield to try to make the engines, the the experimental engines to get the scrolls to safety, right? Yes. Okay. So then the cat eats it. Which what did you guys think of that cat? By the way, I thought um, he was effing I, I, I hilarious. Thought, I thought the cat was. It cute. was funny. Yeah, yeah I, I knew something. Like, obviously, like the cat. he's a flurkin. Flurkin. Obviously, there was something up with the cat. Yeah, right. I see that coming. Well, I mean, there had to have been because he kept the guy. The scroll kept saying, "No, no, yeah. flurkin away from me." And so then, um, so the flurkin eats it, and obviously at the end credits, he spits it back out. Remember? Yes. 
So then S.H.I.E.L.D. has it again at the beginning of Avengers 1. They were experimenting with it. Loki comes. He steals it. Oh, and he opens up the portal. At the end of Avengers, uh, Thor took it back to Asgard. It was back in, in Odin's uh, throne room. Loki steals it again in Adven- uh, Thor Ragnarok, gives it to Thanos, and the Tesseract turns out to be the Space Stone. Yes. That's oh, the whole that's history. Right. Yes. Yep. Yep. So that's yep. the whole history of the stone, uh, which it was a nice surprise to see it. I like how they bring things back like that. So basically, it was in the possession of S.H.I.E.L.D. for a very long time. Since like Loki, the 40s, yeah, until, until Loki, Loki stole, it stole it in Avengers, yes. So Loki stole it first. Mm-hmm. Again, then, then who gets it back? Um, because Thor. Loki, wait, Thor, took Thor it. gets it back. Thor took it back to Asgard. And, and then Loki steals it. Loki. Loki. Oh, Loki takes it again. Yeah, in the end of Thor Ragnarok. And then he gives it to Thanos in the, in the beginning of Avengers Infinity War. Yes, that's mm. right. And that begin, and that's the Space Stone. That is the Space Stone, did yes. You read, uh, did you read the comics as a kid? Like, I feel like you Not these specific comics. Not these specific. I watch a lot of the cartoons. Yeah. That's uh, I read some Marvel comics. I'm mostly a DC guy. I still read and collect DC comics now. But, you do? Uh, yeah, I do. I mean, I know you like Superman, but like, I always thought you were more of a Marvel fan. I like Marvel movies. I whoa, like DC comics. Whoa, we're revealing yeah. some deep stuff. I don't think Kate, I don't think Kate knew that about you. Oh, really? Yeah. No, no. I, I actually don't know that much about Marvel comics. I, I but know like, some you stuff. come at DC stuff so hard. All yeah, the because time. I like it more, and I just I think they're better. So you and I put them character. at a, I put them at a higher pedestal. I get it. I wait, get gee, it, wait, 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 wait. You it. think what's better about DC? The, yeah. the stories? Or... I like the characters better. The characters. Yeah. I think there's just more complex, interesting characters in Marvel. Well, yeah, yeah because you yeah. see that they have better media. Like they're movies. Right. Because yeah, they're movies. You like their movies. Right, right, right. But if you right. read DC Comics or Marvel Comics, and you like Batman, obviously, and he's DC. Love yeah. So, I mean, like, it all depends on your exposure to these characters. I've been reading comics since I was eight years old. Prim- like, 99% of them was DC Comics. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Justice League. So I know these characters in and out. And uh, with, with Marvel, I've read, you know, a couple of comics here and there over the years. And I watched a lot of their cartoons and movies and TV shows and stuff. Were they so ever I re- from the same universe? They were they ever? ever? Yeah. Yeah, they actually, they, they were. <laughs> oh. uh, there was, in 1996, there was an event, a comic book event called DC versus, versus Marvel. And the, the, uh, essentially, Justice League fought, like, heroes from the Marvel Universe fought the heroes from the DC Universe, and then they combined into one universe. Wow. And, and, but not only that, but they combined characters. Captain America was combined with uh, Superman, and they call, his name was Super Soldier. Wolverine was combined with Batman. His name was Dark Claw, and oh. so on and so forth. Uh, Wonder Woman was combined with Storm, and her name was Amazon. Oh, what? Yeah. Really? It was awesome. Was it, it sounds cheesy as hell, but it, it does was sound awesome. cheesy as hell. <laughs> Dark I thought it was Dark awesome. Dark Just, Claw for Dark Batman. Claw. And guess who uh, his Robin was? Her name was Sparrow, and it was Jubilee. What? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they need yeah. a cartoon on that. See, oh, I watched I, that. I, 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 the thing is, they'll they'll never do that ever again. The last time the Avengers and Justice League were in a comic together was in like 2003, but because of the movies and stuff, they don't want to mix the companies again anymore. Okay, yeah, I so that. I have a question for both of you. G, what is your favorite series so far that's been done out of all the movies, like the Iron Man trilogy? Oh, uh, like the um, I would, I guess, Aven- Avengers, Avengers, yeah. Yeah, it would have to be. I mean, Avengers. if I had to pick a Aven- it if I had to pick. Okay, one. okay, no, no, no. Okay, taking the Avengers out of the equation Boom. because they're so, <laughs> so mainstream. Yeah. Like, I would say Captain America then. Okay, that's because I really I- liked. Winter Soldier was good, and yeah. then Captain America Three was really cool. Was yeah, I, Civil War. Uh, was so I good. would have to say if I liked, I if I liked Thor Two, then I would have said Thor, but really? I did not. I didn't like Thor Two. You so. know what? I Thor, swear to Thor God, I'm the favorite. only person that liked Thor Two. Thor oh, is my favorite. God, gee, that movie. Woo. It was not. I thought it was better than the first one. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I might can have I, to. Can I say mine? No, I might have like, to watch it again. I'm sorry, Kate, but I have to. I might have to watch that again. Y'all shared yours. Can, can I share mine? Absolutely. Can, can, can I share mine? The floor is yours. Okay, thanks so much. Um, my number one is Thor, then Captain America, but like superheroes I, or movies? No, like movies. The, se- okay. the series of movies. The series. Yeah. Ultimately, 
and I know that it's all separated, blah, blah, blah. But ultimately, mm-hmm. my favorite, 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 favorite is X-Men. I, oh, really? Yeah, it's one of my favorite. Well, I good know. news, Kate. They're coming over to join the Avengers soon enough. Are they going to be in the same movie? Yeah. Oh, you said they couldn't do that, Coyote. Uh, I don't remember. Wait, wait. You said they wait, wait, what do you mean? Wait, Marvel what do you mean, G? Them. Uh, you know, you guys, you know, Disney's buying Fox, 20th Century Fox. Disney is buying. Yes, I didn't. I oh my god, they are because Fox owns X Men and Fantastic Four. Well, he didn't lie to you. He's right. Fox owns X Men and Fantastic Four, so those guys can't be with the Avengers. And now, when once Disney buys Fox, they're gonna pluck them out of that studio and stick them with them. I I totally forgot. And it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Oh good, I'm happy. So now, what the hell happens? To all the trash DC movies we've gotten, like you what see, do you mean? like you see how what Marvel's doing, yeah. Like we are never gonna get a decent anything no. from DC. <laughs> We're just getting decent solo movies. We're not gonna have a cohesive, good, well-made combined universe ever again. And I think the best one we got, and they was... are they're connected still, but now they're just vaguely connected, right? And I think yeah. the best one we got was Aquaman. I think that's the. Uh... I think that's. I think I wonder. Uh, Woman. You think those are better DC movies? Wonder Woman. I think Wonder Woman's better. Oh, 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 yeah! I got yes, yes. Wonder Woman, of course. Aquaman. Aquaman's a close second, of course. I guess, and that's is, like is it. Man of Steel in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man of Steel, yeah. and then the Batman movie. I guess. I mean, what Batman, Batman versus? I mean, sorry, Batman versus Superman. That's not even existing. Is that is that, <laughs> that, is that over terrible. Justice League? Or Justice League over Justice League is better than Batman v Superman, I think. Yeah, well, that was terrible. Well, Idris Elba, little news: Idris Elba will be replacing Will Smith. That's so stupid. That is so stupid. I like it actually. I think that's so stupid. It's dumb, but I think he'll be great in it. I think that's so stupid. Deadshot, exactly. Yeah, I think he'll be. What a waste! What a he should be the Black Green Lantern. Oh, Oh, that's a good Mm. one. Exactly. John Stewart. Really quick, before we wrap up, I just have to ask, who do you think Idris Elba would be better as, Batman or Bond? Bond. Yeah, Keone said the same. I agree. I said Bond. He's too sexy to be Batman. (laughs) (laughs) He is, man. He's He's a beautiful guy. He's too charming to be Batman. But Batman is a good-looking, charming guy, though. No, he's not. Batman's not charming. Yes, he is. Batman is charming. Batman is a charming... You mean Bruce Wayne? No, he's not. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Gee, you don't think Bruce Wayne is charming? He's not charming. No, he... Well, if you look at the Dark Knight movies, there's three different versions of Bruce Wayne. Right. There's the douchebag millionaire playboy Bruce Wayne, right? Right. Who's also charming. Mm, I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> he is charming in some ways. He is um, Batman, obviously. That's his second personality. And then the third is like his shields down Bruce Wayne talking to Alfred, chilling at the house. You know, real, a real, real guy. A real guy. Person. Yeah. There's three people there. And he, I don't think any of them are necessarily charming yeah. or you charismatic. Okay, okay. Forget, forget, forget Christian Bale. You didn't think Michael Keaton was charming? Uh, his interpretation, because obviously that Batman is just two Batman, Bruce Wayne and Batman. Yeah. There's no, he doesn't put up this facade of being a douchey millionaire no. playboy. No. Um, I guess he had more charisma. He had more sure. charisma. Had but more that's charisma. Michael Keaton, you know? That's just right. him. And right. Val, I mean, Val Kilmer was charming. Oh God! <laughs> Val, listen, Val, oh, I don't, God. I wouldn't say terrible with Val Kilmer. The worst Batman. I wouldn't ever. say no. George Clooney was bad. I wouldn't. Nah, say Ben Affleck Clooney was bad. Was the worst George Batman? Clooney was the worst Batman in history. Yeah, yes. he was pretty bad. He was awful, absolutely awful. Val Kilmer by far had he had, to me he had potential, but he was the most charming under the. Charming. Stop. Stop with this charming maybe, stuff. Maybe no, stop. Batman's <laughs> never maybe charming. Something else. Like he was the most. He had charisma. That's kind of a synonym for charming. Yeah, well, I, I'm trying to say something other than charming. So I don't know, but I enjoyed. I, I listen. I enjoyed all the Batmans in different ways, except for except for George Clooney. Even Batman v Superman. No, no, no. Yeah, I, yeah. No, 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 no. Well, so, he, so, well, G, what's your what's your what's your, what's your final final score for um, Captain Marvel? Yeah, I would. Say, I well, when I first saw it, I gave it a B plus, but I'm gonna lower it to a solid B. Oh, interesting! Why? You lowered it after the second time. Yeah, because I was the second time I was noticing more things I didn't like. Like they didn't even say Captain Marvel at all. They didn't name her. 
You're right. That's so not. annoying. They did well, the same thing with Wonder Woman. You they never why. say Wonder Woman ever. Wait, you know and why she's wearing a W. Say you know why they didn't name her, right? Why? Because the scene in the movie where he's calling her, uh, where Jude Law uh, calls her Veers, and she's like, my name, or something like that, and she's like, my name is Carol Danvers. Okay. So I so... think it was to kind of hold on to the person that she was before she was manipulated by a man. Yeah, you're reading too much into it. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they should just name the movie Carol Danvers. Yeah, Carol. <laughs> Carol they wouldn't Danvers. have sold as many tickets. Oh, nah, okay. they ain't selling oh, tickets. Right, yeah, they ain't selling right. tickets. Well, um, I mean, I, I just hate when they do that in movies. Name the damn like they like in Man of Steel. They said Superman only two times in Batman wow. v Superman. In Batman v Superman, they never say Batman. They only say the Bat. They call him the Bat. Oh. You don't think that's a little corny to have to say their name in the movie? I think it's corny no. that they don't say his name, actually. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, I that's who they me. are. Yeah, uh, I agree. Cap- they call Captain America Captain America. They say, hey, Captain, hey, Because Cap. they don't want to make it sound... They, because they're trying to... They don't want to make it sound as superhero-ish as it comes off. That's like, stupid. oh, the Batman is here. Like, or Superman. Like, it that's, sounds Then too, that defeats the purpose of the movie. It does defeat the purpose. I agree with you. But I think they don't want to make it sound as so comic booky. So they try to make it sound like this is an actual person. Uh, it's a guy to... running around dressed as a bat. How much less yeah, right. so I, you can I, I agree. I agree with you. It's I agree a guy running around with a red cape and a onesie. How much you know? less comic booky can they make it? Come on, that's just stupid. I, I totally think... agree. I, so, they should have named like yeah so like I, I gave Captain Marvel a beat because I noticed some little things that they didn't like uh some other really minor things that's stupid that I didn't like um they kind of rewrote some things like in the first Iron Man was the first time we met Coulson right and he yeah. was taught he said uh I'm from the Department of uh, Security Homeland whatever right he kept saying the full name of Shield and then and then Pepper Potts is like you guys got to start calling yourself something else she goes yeah Shield we're working on it. Like they made it seem like they didn't. They weren't even called Shield until Iron Man One. Wow. And obviously they like, you know, they've been saying Shield already in this movie. That's true. You know, That's things true. like little inconsistencies like that. They're not paying. Attention I, I, to I feel. Me. I feel you are nitpicking, but I feel it's a nit- no. I'll admit that is a nitpick. That's you know, a nitpick. that's a nitpick for sure. For sure. <laughs> that's a big one. Wait, so Kate, what do you give it? I give it a solid A minus. Wow! What? That's that's uh... what the hell? <laughs> Come on, G, don't be so that is that oh is a God. that's a bold that is a that's bold a grade bold grade man. Come and on. what did you give I... Wonder Woman? A plus plus plus. <laughs> I don't yes. give a, I don't give A's easily. I do not. Yeah, give I do not throw you guys, the A around. You guys are tough. I'm, I'm tough gonna critics, G. I'm gonna man. give it a B plus. I enjoyed okay. it. I thought, I thought it was fun. I love the '90s aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I think that's what really kept me involved. Um, I loved her. I loved Brie Lawson, and I thought her and, uh, and you didn't uh, think she was wooden at all. I a little bit. I thought that was her character. Uh, tell you the truth, like I I thought that was supposed to be how she was. Yeah, a, a look at like a a woman think, who's a soldier. Yeah, and yeah, also been through sure. wars, and like I I just thought that who she was supposed to be. I just th- yeah, she I think they're trying to do that, but it just felt like it didn't come off. Off, but yeah, that, that, yeah, that probably well. didn't execute it that well. Yeah. And I loved her and uh, Samuel Jackson's uh, banter. Uh, banter, yeah. So I, I gave it a solid B plus. Cool. Man, I thought it was. I thought it was a. I thought it was a nice little thing to wet our palate before mm-hmm. Avengers. Oh yeah. Oh, and those after credit scenes, super awesome. They were good. The first, good, well, obviously, man. the last one was a joke, which that's what they do. Oh, serious well, yeah. one and the joke one. But a question about about the after credit scene when they have that. Remember the pager, right? From yeah. Infinity War? Yeah. When Samuel Jackson disappears, he has the pager. Yeah. He's yeah. calling her, right? So the Avengers, not only did they find this pager wherever the hell it was, <laughs> they also knew that it was Furies. How? How did they know that? That's how did they very... know it was Nyx? Maybe Black Widow saw it on him and said, oh, that's Nyx. But how did they know where to find it and Mi- find it and get it, right? Mm-hmm. And how did they you... know that it was hmm. calling somebody for help? Do you think... We're gonna get something like a Coulson really coming ho- involved. I I don't know if he's coming back, but I just because he's dead technically. Oh yeah. But I just hope, and and then like she shows up, like oh where's Nick? All right, cool, cool little tease. 
But right. if the movie starts off with her already being with the Avengers, I'm going to be like, guys, we need a little bit more than this. It's kind of cheap, you know? Well, I get it. It's a um, little cheap it's that they use her introdu- Her introduction is an after credit scene. Her introduction to the Avengers is an after credit scene. I hope this is a scene from the actual movie because they've done this before. They used the scene from a movie as an after credit scene. Hmm. They did that with uh, I mean, Captain America Civil War. They used a scene from Civil War in, in an after credit scene for another movie. I forget which one. And also with Doctor Strange and Thor. They used that in the after credit scene too. Oh. So hopefully this scene that we saw is a part of the movie, like a little later on, like she meets up with them. Because right. if she starts off just like hanging out at the living room with them in the beginning of the movie, I'm going to be like, come on. <laughs> because you want, because your thing is you want to see her get there. Yeah, I want to see her get I, I want a proper introduction, of, you know, like a I'm real sure, thing. Dude, I'm sure the Russos are going to do that, man. I, don't, I, I mean, hope so. I'm, I'm hoping. And if I'm they're not, so. then I'm sure it'll, it, they'll make up for it within her story and the movie. Like I, I know. Yeah, I know. I don't doubt that it's not going to be Don't doubt them. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. I'm not, not going to doubt them. I'm not going to doubt them. So I guess... Listen, guys, uh, G, thank you again for joining us on this Captain Marvel. Uh, you always make this very entertaining. Captain thank you. Marvel show. <laughs> you make this very entertaining. We went into politics. We always go off we the didn't rails. We go into politics. We too, always go guys. off the rails. Yeah, we do go off the, the rails a little bit. We go oh, off the rails. Gee, that was your fault. That was your fault. <laughs> you brought up our. It was Brie Larson's fault and her sexist, racist <laughs> comments. <laughs> <laughs> Blame, all right, blame the woman, Jane. Yeah, uh, blame the typical woman. Doesn't hurt her, doesn't know her place in the world. <laughs> oh! Should I get a show canceled? What's wrong? No, yeah, right? Okay. Guys, but, he was just kidding, guys. Just this is just a joke. Just, just kidding. kidding. But um, thank you again, G. We'll, we'll probably reconvene. Well, we got a couple of movies we're going to see. Probably Us, but we oh, won't do Oh, yeah. It. Yo, we, we have to see, see that together, Us. Yeah. We'll see oh, Us. Oh, I saw a clip already. Oh, man, this looks no, scary. No, 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 no Don't no, you no, do no. it. Half the family dies. Can you believe it? I want to be pleasantly surprised by this. I'm not going to watch. Yeah, I'm not going to watch any more clips, but I saw one. I couldn't resist. I was taught in film class that you can't, like psychologically a director can never kill a child on screen and the only time that Spielberg ever took a risk with that was in Schindler's List but he never showed you that how like she died it just showed you I mean it never showed you her dying like it just showed you like implied that she died yeah like I mean a lot of movies imply that children die right but Mm -hmm. But you'll never see one actually die like crushed by a rock or something uh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, I That's mean, I've true. seen kids. I remember this, the movie The Good Son with Macaulay Culkin. Oh yeah, he died in that. One of my favorite movies. Oh my god, that movie was so freaky. Yeah, it I was loved crazy. it. And don't yeah. forget, in It, the beginning of It, little Georgie died. That's right. You get his arm ripped off. Georgie they showed it. They never they showed, showed it. it. <laughs> and he gets dragged into a drain. Wait, where's that? Oh, it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and he gets see? dragged. No, into but a again, drain. that's implied. You don't actually see his like throat get slit or. Well, his, no. you like, see his arm get ripped off. <laughs> so I guess, but I guess that's that's that, I guess that's better than it's it's better than thinking. Yeah, they're not going to show a kid get stabbed like you're right. not going to see. Well, but what about um? Like I said, the good son, he dies, he falls, and he gets, he dies on rocks. What about that? That's right. That. That's right. Good son, the two wow. biggest child actors what of the time. What school did you go to, Kate? Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. The two hey. biggest uh, child actors of all time at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, guys, thank you very much. G, thank you again. Thank you. We'll I'll be, see, I'll we'll see you guys at uh, Avengers Endgame. Uh, yes. Avengers Endgame. When is that? That's uh, next month. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Oof, April, already? yeah, late April. Oh right. God, I can't. It's gonna be awesome. I cannot it's wait. Be awesome. I cannot wait. Well, guys, thank you very much for joining us on another episode of Scribbly Adapted Uncut. G, thank you very much once again. Uh, just keep watching and listening shows, and we'll be back with another show in a few weeks. Take care. Bye, guys. Good night. See, See ya. Hey guys, it's Kate from Scriptly Adapted Uncut. Just doing a quick plug for all our social media platforms. Check us out on YouTube, Facebook, and the Gram. Stay tuned for more coming up next.